Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today we're going to talk a little bit about You know, probably the number one question I get asked all the time is how in the world do I create so many offers and pieces of content? And, you know, I've talked about this a little bit, like I've shared a lot of my strategies, some productivity tips on the podcast, and I still get this question all the time. So I'm excited to dig into this and just talk a little bit about like, all of my offers, how I create all of the content that I do, and, you know, why it's a little bit more strategic than it maybe feels. So for me, I always talk about it, and I think I talked about it like last week on the podcast. I'm really big about following my energy. So if I get an idea for a new digital product, a new course, a new group program, I am going to run with it and I'm going to create it very quickly. And, you know, maybe I'll go back afterwards and I'll like polish up the copy, tweak the design, et cetera, et cetera. But my main priority is getting something done as fast and as quickly as possible when I'm really excited about it, because otherwise I can't focus on anything else. Another thing I do when it comes to my offers. And I've I've talked about this a little bit when it comes to value ladders. You know, I will sit down. Usually Fridays are like my content creation, CEO days, brainstorming days, whatever you want to call it. So typically I will sit down on Fridays and I'll look at my offers. And thank you, Lizzie Goddard, for the everything page idea and training. I've had my everything page for a few years Um, since I first read it on her blog post, actually, and now she has an offer for that. So go check that out. I will have that in the show notes. So what I will do, though, I will go to my everything page and I will just look through my offers and I'll think about, you know, who is this offer for? Why does it help them? Do I have anything else that I can offer somebody who is in need of this offer? And that usually starts to generate a lot of ideas, a lot of things that I can come up with. And then another thing I always love to do is market research. So I usually send out a market research um, survey to my email list. I try to do it every quarter, um, but at least a couple times per year. And I will go through those survey responses I'll look at the total if it's a question that's multiple choice. I'll kind of look at like the percentage of who answered what. But when it comes to the text-based questions, I will open every single response and I will look at their text-based answers, what they said, and then I will ask myself, what could I create that is going to help this one person? 
And that usually generates a ton more digital product offer ideas. And I just keep them in a list somewhere. So, you know, if if I have like 30 ideas, obviously I'm not going to be excited about every single one right off the bat. So I will just put them into, right now I'm using Notion for this, or it could be a Google Doc, just somewhere where you know where they are so you can go back to them. One thing that you don't want to do is just throw them in a random Google Doc and then forget about that list and never go back to it because that's just a waste of time. We actually, you know, if we spend time brainstorming, we want to actually then take what we brainstorm and utilize it. So maybe it won't be for six months, but we we need to keep it fresh in our mind. Um, so keep it somewhere that you can f- go back to it easily and find it and remember it. And then when it comes to content, I look at my offers as well. And I think about what content can I write or talk about that is going to be relevant and attract the person for this offer. And when I say offer, I'm talking about free or paid offers. So for example, like if I wanted to promote the podcast, you know, maybe there are some pieces of content or blog posts that I could write that are specifically like, I'm not on social media anymore, but let's say that I was. I could start to brainstorm funny memes that are geared towards introverts and our introverted tendencies. And I could share those pieces of content on social media to attract introverts that would then listen to the podcast. So my call to action would be, have you checked in and listened to the podcast yet? You know, we publish two episodes per week. There's lots of content. And then I could also you know, start to think about blog content ideas. What are some blog posts that have keywords that people are searching that my ideal audience for the podcast is using in Google search? And then I could start to, you know, do keyword research. Then I'd come up with the titles, outline the posts. Once the post is published, I can then take that post and repurpose it into several email newsletters. Obviously, I'm big on content repurposing. I I love content repurposing. Like I love creating content, but I'm also big on making the most of your time. So if I'm going to write a blog post and it takes me, you know, I'm pretty quick with writing now. So, you know, if a blog post takes me 45 minutes, that's good. That's okay. Like that blog post is going to live forever. It's going to like, hopefully I did the keyword research. It's going to get organic traffic for years to come, but I don't want to just leave it at that. Like that took me 45 minutes. And you know, if it's a good piece of content that is really relevant to my audience, I want to make the most of that 45 minutes of time that I spent on it. So I'm going to take that blog post and I'm going to create 10 different pin designs that direct people from Pinterest to it. I'm going to take that blog post and I'm going to repurpose it into potentially three, four different email newsletters. If I was on social media, I could turn that blog post into at least five to 10 different captions or post ideas or stories like there are so many ways to make the most of your content, which is why I love I love long form content as like your your primary source of content. So it could even be the this podcast. Like if you have a podcast, that 
could be or probably is your primary piece of long-form content. So you can take each podcast, pull quotes, pull the best quotes, create graphics, share them on social media. You can create audio sound bites for videos like audiograms. You can create stories. You can repurpose it into one, maybe several different blog posts. And then again, take those blog posts, repurpose them into email, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm I'm very big on making the most of the time that you spend creating content because nobody, I don't care how much you love writing or creating content, nobody wants to do that all day, every day. That is exhausting. <laughs> and really, our content is there to attract, to nurture, to engage. And sometimes like to do all of those things, somebody needs to see a piece of content, like what is it now, like 19 times? That's a lot of times. So don't feel like, I, I, I hear a lot of times people say like, oh, you know, I feel like I'm just repeating myself. That's okay. Like you should be repeating yourself. To you, you sound like a broken record, like you're saying the same thing over and over and over again, just slightly differently. That is good. Like people need to hear the same thing over and over and over again, maybe in different kind of ways in order for something to hit at the right time when they're ready and in that right space to take action. So don't worry if you feel like, oh, I'm just... I'm repurposing everything. You know, I feel like I'm just regurgitating the same information. That's okay. Like, look at when we do a live launch. Like, we have a month or longer of pre-launch content. All of that content is talking to the same kind of person. And it's all leading them, hopefully, to be ready when we launch the program or whatever it is. So please don't think that, you know, Oh, I'm scared to repurpose because, you know, I just feel like I'm talking about the same thing over and over again. That is a good thing. You're making the most of the time that you spent creating whatever you're repurposing from, and you're helping your audience because you are giving them different ways to think about the same thing. So again, content repurposing, number one, definitely number one to how I create so much content how I send so many emails, how I, you know, do so many podcast episodes and how I come up with all these new offer ideas because that's all content too. Like once I launch a new offer, that gives me content as well. So yeah, I'm not going to repurpose like a paid offer into complete content, but I can definitely repurpose pieces of it to sell that paid offer. So the other thing when it comes to content that is essential for me, and it's not always perfect for everybody. I know we all work differently. So one other thing that's really worked well, though, is batching content. So I try to batch content as much as possible. So, you know, when I'm in a writing mood, I can sit down and I can batch blog posts. I can, you know, if I'm in a, you know, I don't really feel creative, I don't feel like writing right now or doing graphics or any of that, I can batch keyword research for blog posts. Like I will batch pieces 
of content. So maybe one day I will, you know, oh, I'm, I'm having all these ideas coming to me about content. So maybe I'll just batch brainstorming and coming up with all these content ideas. Then the next day, maybe I feel like writing the captions or writing the emails. So batching doesn't need to be like start to finish. Like I'm going to go in and batch. I, I've seen a lot of people do batching in a total kind of capacity. So it's like, oh, I'm going to batch my social media content today for Instagram. That's great if it works for you. But if you struggle to do that, because you're like, oh, I'm going to batch today and get all this content like done and scheduled. And then at the end of the day, you only have like five posts. It might be a sign that maybe you should break it down more. So, you know, one day I'm going to batch the ideas. The next day I'm going to batch writing the captions. The next day I'm going to batch the graphics. And then the next day, maybe I'm going to take those graphics. I'm going to repurpose them into stories. Like it doesn't have to be start to finish when you batch, when you sit down to batch. I find if I break it up, it works a lot better for me and I'm able to accomplish a lot more. So, you know, if I was to sit down and do Instagram content. I don't know why I keep using Instagram. I know a lot of you are still using Instagram. I am not, but I know that's a big, you know, social media is one where a lot of people struggle with creating content. So let's go with that. Okay. So if I sit down and I'm say, I'm going to batch, you know, Instagram content for the next two weeks. And I have to, when I sit down and start, I have to brainstorm ideas I have to flush out those ideas. I have to do the captions. I have to do the hashtags. I have to do the graphics. And then I have to schedule everything. That's a lot. So maybe I'll get two weeks done. But if I was to break it down into batches by the piece of that big project of scheduling social media content. So if I was to say, okay, Monday, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to brainstorm content ideas, I would probably be able to come up with like 50 ideas. Then the next day I take those 50 ideas and I do the captions. I could probably do most of them at least. Okay. Let's say half just for sake. So if I was able to write 25 captions, then the next day I did all the graphics for these 25 captions. I have the captions I know what the goal of the content is from the brainstorming. It's easy for me now to create the graphics. I'm also using Canva templates, even easier to get it done. Now, the next day, I can very quickly schedule. Boom, 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 done. Scheduled, done to go out. And now I have 25 pieces of content scheduled versus maybe six if I was to go from start to finish in one day. Hopefully that makes sense. But that's kind of how I think about batching and how I've had to figure out how it's going to work for me. So hopefully that is maybe a little helpful to you as well. I will say the other thing that I'll share about getting so much done and like there are some days where I am not productive at all. (laughs) There are some weeks where I am not productive at all. And then there's some weeks where I'm very creative. I'm very focused and I can get so much done. So it's not all the time. So don't feel like, oh, I've, you know, I haven't gotten much done this week. It sucks. I'm horrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm a bad entrepreneur. It's okay. 
You don't have to be on and cranking out content and batching all of the time. That's that's the power of batching is that, you know, you can do it once a week, once every couple of weeks, and then not worry about it again until you feel like it. <laughs> so that's what works for me. And the other thing I will say is a really solid project management system is essential. I could not function without ClickUp. I track everything in there. If I get an email that I have to reply to and I'm, you know, if I have to do some research or something, I will add it to ClickUp from my email because I know that most of the time, if it's not in ClickUp, it's not going to get done. And that's because I've intentionally trained myself to remember everything is in ClickUp. Get it out of your head and get it in ClickUp because that's where you keep everything. So it doesn't matter if you use, you know, Teamwork, Monday, Trello, Asana, just have somewhere where you can start to keep track of your projects, your content, your tasks, everything that you have to do. Um, Because I think a lot of times we overwhelm ourselves because we have so so many things in our head that it's hard to focus on anything. Because it's like, oh, I have to remember to do that. I have to remember to do that. Get that out of your head. Get that into ClickUp. You know, throw a due date on it so it comes back up and reminds you and just forget about it. (laughs) So hopefully this was a little helpful. I don't want you to think like, oh, I have to create like so much content and do all these things. You don't. You just need to create some systems and some ways of creating content and like thinking about offers and scheduling your time that makes sense for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.